BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kinsey Elizabeth and welcome to my brand new podcast. I love you so much with Kinsey Elizabeth. I am so excited. If you guys don't know, I am primarily a YouTuber and I am starting a podcast. I have been working on this for a while and I'm so excited. And every episode, there's going to be a different guest and we're just going to be talking about different topics that I feel like you guys and I can learn from them. So on this podcast, we're going to have a lot of different guests ranging from influencers to bloggers, artists, directors, just friends of mine. These people have all impacted my life and I feel like they can only add value to yours. So today's guest is Alicia Marie. Alicia Marie is a YouTuber. She's a very good friend of mine. She's kind of like my YouTube big sister. I go to her for advice for pretty much everything. We're also practically neighbors. It's very exciting for us. Um, In today's episode, we're going to be talking a lot about burnout and like healthy work habits, when to know that you need a break. If you guys aren't aware, Alicia took a big break from YouTube, which being on YouTube, it's very difficult to take a break and it's very scary. A lot of the time people don't do it, but Alicia was just dealing with a lot of burnout. So I thought this episode would be really awesome to just kind of hear her perspective, what she learned, how she's now kind of creating like a healthy work habit and a healthy routine. So you guys can be expecting a new episode from me every single Thursday. I am so excited. So let's get on with the show. Okay. Hot seat time. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. really bad with rapid fire questions. <laughs> These are easy. They're geared okay. towards the person. So. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what is your coffee order? Ooh, right now it is an iced vanilla oat milk latte. Alfred. Alfred. The best. I've had two every single day the past, like, two. Well, okay, my that's friend, kind of me. It, it kind of, yeah. But I don't finish one. So in my head, I'm like, oh, it's only one a day. If you had a clone, what would you tattoo to your body? So, like, it wouldn't affect your body, but you would have someone who was you, but it wasn't your body, and you could tattoo their body. Like, if you could get any tattoos. Oh, oh my god, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with the whole, like, underboob tattoo. But I would never do that. I think it's so, like, Rihanna's is so cool, but, like. literally fell out. Yeah, but I don't think I could ever. Like, I'm not opposed to tattoos. I would totally get one, but that's Don't you have one? I don't. I almost did. Didn't work out. That's right. I, I remember it so now. Sad. I remember the vlog. There was something like that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, isn't it, wasn't it like the, like, apostrophe, not apostrophe. It wasn't, it was, wasn't, like it, was a, it was a cross, but it had a dash with it. Because it was in Which, between like, the in life. between, in between the years that, you know, and, well, yeah. I like that. I, right? I love stuff with meaning, so yeah, I, but I overthink so. everything, so. Yeah, I don't really, I have one that says Texas, and then I have a star for my cousin. I, I really love that. But, okay. Okay, who's your celebrity crush? Hmm. I need to get better answers for this one. I feel, I mean, 
We all love a good KJ Appa. Yeah. We all love... Who else? Like, who would I be, like... I'm, like, as of recent, it's Justin Timberlake. That's really, really random. Yeah, but all of a sudden, random. I love that, though. All of a sudden, I'm, like, he is so hot. So I'm, like, into it, <laughs> I you know? I love that. And he's also, like, out of our age range to where, like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm ever going to accidentally run into him somewhere. And yeah, 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 yeah. You're, like, oh, Justin, are you so hearing I, this? <laughs> so I can say it and, like, not be, like, oh, my gosh, I hope that this never, like, something horrible does not happen to me. Oh, my God, no, I love that. Ah, that's amazing. That's a good one, though. Okay, what is your, what is it, Boom Chicka Pop? What's your favorite flavor? Ooh, um, out of Boom Chicka... Well, kettle corn from Boom Chicka Pop mm-hmm. is my favorite. However, oh, the however. popcorn has changed because I went to Brooklyn for a conference, and they had this, I think it's like Bjorn corn or something like that, popcorn brand that's only made in Brooklyn. I was obsessed with it. It's vegan. It has nutritional yeast, but it tastes like it's, like, cheesy popcorn, right? Wow. I shipped it from Brooklyn because that's the only place I could get. I have some at home, but you can totally have it. It is so freaking good. You yeah. still have it? I, well, like, I got, like, a whole a bunch of individual bags oh because gosh. I wanted it to last a long time, so I'll give you one. I should brought one. <laughs> that is unreal. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to focus a little bit on burnout. Oh, you're talking to a great person. <laughs> Alicia and I have been talking about this topic since way before you when took your break, start, though. When did we start hanging out, like, weekly? Um, because I was trying to figure that out with Taylor, and I think it was, was it earlier this year or later last last year it was probably later last year was i doing vlogmas that's how i can tell everything maybe like, was I, filming vlogmas? I think th- we were definitely hanging out during vlogmas but i think that um i think that we started doing our weekly like thing. january january because okay. it was right before i moved into this house because we were sitting at that yes. office and i was like i want to live here and then literally found the and house when do you next move? week february oh my god okay so it was january so it was definitely january oh my god yeah, yeah. no that was um yeah we've talked about burnout and just youtube for so long. Yes, Alicia's like my big YouTube sister. I go to her for I all my advice. I love that so much. Anything Literally. that Alicia says, I do. I love helping. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I feel like you you probably saw it coming more than some people of the most yeah. part of just like me needing a break, break and feeling burnout and stuff. Um, and you'd already taken a break too. Like, yeah. Not a oh break. my God, you I did. I took a week break. Yeah. Oh my was, God, me. I'm week. taking a week break as if that's anything. Well, the thing with that though, I was thinking about that. I forgot about after that. After the fact, a week break on YouTube isn't really even a break. Because you still have to pre film for the because next week. Because you still have to be working for the next week. Yeah, so it's really not even a break. In order to take oh a break from YouTube, it's got to be a substantial period of time. I actually genuinely forgot about that. I, yeah, I tried taking a break, mm-hmm. and in my head, I was like, oh, this is enough. Like, it doesn't matter. That's. That's all I need. I'm good for another year. Yeah. And when was that? January, February, March, April, May. Four months later. Yeah. When did you, like, know? Did you, did you have, if you guys don't know, Alicia took a break from her channel. What was it? Two it, months ago? It was ago? a two-month It was a two, yeah. yeah. She came back this week that we are filming it. I did. But it's, you're, you're listening to this, like, a month later. It's so, okay, okay. Um, yeah, when did you, like, know that you needed to... Like, what was your turning point? Because this is also really... Like, Alicia is, like, very dedicated, so for her to take a break, it's, like, a huge, yeah, huge deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I feel like I can be a workaholic to where it's almost unhealthy, so me taking a step back. It was honestly, and this is... Not many people know how it came about. Mm-hmm. I just remember feeling so stressed, and... Even recently, 
well, like three weeks ago, I had a doctor like just check up and long story short, like my stress levels were so high that like my cortisol was off and everything. And I was, and she was like, are you stressed a lot? And I was like, yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, but anyways, um, so it was honestly kind of sp- spontaneous in the sense of it. I didn't know till honestly, right before I filmed that video, um, I remember having a full on breakdown, which at that time happened pretty regularly. Mm. So I knew, oh, once I have my break, like, I'll have a breakdown, I'll feel better afterwards, it's okay. And I remember I was with my sister, we were at Sweet Green, and we were talking and just catching up, and I started venting, and the second, and this is such a movie moment, I physically couldn't get the words out of my mouth saying, I think I need to take a break. By the time I finally get that out of my mouth, I, like, had a full-on panic attack in Sweet Green. Yeah. Had to go to, to the car and start bawling my eyes out. And it was just, like, me having to say it out loud was so hard. But when I finally got it out and seeing my response to that showed me, okay, I think I actually do need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was weird timing because I just remember thinking, okay, if I'm going to take a break – the businesswoman side in me. Like, <laughs> this is so me. Honestly, this, you'd laugh. The business side in me was thinking, okay, if I'm taking a break, I actually should announce it for this week's video because I don't have a video for this week, which was half of the stress and stuff of trying to keep up. And summer and back to school and just, like, that time on YouTube is big and big on my channel. Like, that's the biggest time for my channel. So it makes sense if I'm going to take a break to take it in May so I can take a month off and come back for the biggest time at my channel. Um... So I think I filmed the break video maybe two, three days after I had my breakdown. And it felt weird. It felt really weird. And I put it up that Sunday. So it was very quick, but I think it was a long time coming. Yeah, I think it was definitely needed. How, like, how how did it feel when you actually took a step back? Because you you stopped, but you didn't, (laughs) you know. Um, Well... Speaking back to that workaholic side of me, I dove into Instagram. And what I said in my main channel video was, I'm not going to be gone from all socials. It's just a break for my main channel. Didn't realize it ended up being a break for my vlog channel, too, for about three weeks, um, which was good. It was really good to kind of take a break on both. But what I'm left with was Instagram. So I dove into Instagram that next week. I think I set up, like, three photo shoots. Like, I was just needing to work because I didn't know how to not work. And that's something that I've gotten a lot better at now um, two months after, (laughs) but, so I was diving into that, I traveled a lot, it was just so easy to kind of go all over the place and leave and not, like, deal with my problems and stuff, um, it, it was a struggle because I think, looking back, I expected, I have a problem of having too high of expectations with things, and I expected it to be, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be off my phone the whole time, I'm gonna do yoga every day, I'm gonna (laughs) be super zen and just take a break, but it didn't happen, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I don't know, it was, a lot of emotions, not really knowing what to do, definitely on an unhealthy side. And just seeing how, like, addicted I was to working in social media. Not even just mm-hmm. consuming, but just producing for it. It's, like, it's not even... It's more... It's, like, an, for me, it's kind of an efficiency thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not being efficient and productive... productive. <laughs> this is I, why we bond over Yeah, that. like, I go crazy. So then it just... But that also, like, leads to burnout all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... It's just the worst thing. But what did you do? You think you learned how to not work and relax? Like, what did you do? Okay, <laughs> a lot of it. I still work. Mm-hmm. I actually lately 
So, okay, the first month was me just living life, trying to... I was very resentful towards YouTube and just anything like that. So I really wasn't even trying. The first month was just me. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, oh my god, it's already been a month. Um, I'm definitely nowhere near ready to come back because in my head it was going to be about a month break. So then I just said, you know, it's okay. What's one more week going to be? So then by the time I really wanted to come back, I thought about it and I realized, okay, actually, if I want to come back, I need to do this right. I need to have a few videos ready. I need to just have a game plan and not just... Because half of my stress was this whole week to week, having to film a video in two days and get it up, not being proud of it. So what I've been doing, and it's weird, I feel like I've almost been working harder now but I have more time, mm-hmm. and it makes no sense, but it kind of does. Long story short, my Monday through Friday, like, I live for my Google Calendar now. If you yep. see it, it's completely full. <laughs> um, we've always bonded over agendas, too. I love, I uh, love, love a good planner. <laughs> I love a good planner. Um, my schedule is so, like, Monday through Friday, pretty much 9, 30, 10 to 6 p.m., I'm working, yeah. and... What's hard is working from home, setting that strict schedule for yourself. Because it is easy to be like, oh, I'm going to go shopping with my friend or or I'm going to do this. Um, But when 6 o'clock comes, because I've worked so hard all day, I can actually shut my computer and relax at night. Because in my head, I'm like, Alicia, you worked hard enough today. So it's kind of like I'm still forcing my – or I'm still making myself work a lot. But I'm being so much more efficient with my, like, time management to where when I am not working, I don't feel guilty – yeah. And I don't feel like I should be working because I'm like, no, I've earned this. So that's kind of the difference. I think it's just healthy work habits. Yeah. You know, and, and having boundaries. boundaries especially when you do something like YouTube, not to mention it's actually your life. Like, it's actually you. It's hard not that it's it. Not that it's, like, not that everyone knows everything and it is, like, no, a but portion this, of your life. Oh, my it's, God, yeah. It's you. It's, like, this, it's this essence of just being on. And it's it's, I've talked about this recently. It's not that... I was ever lying about who I was because I definitely wasn't, but it's just, it can be exhausting. When you know there's a camera on you and you have to like kind of filter what you're saying so you don't offend someone Mm. or something like that, where like I love talking like this because it is just my thoughts and I'm not thinking about it too much. I don't, it's different and it's not that it's harder than other jobs or anything because it's it's not, it's just a different kind of exhaustion. Yeah, that's what I, like I've been talking about this kind of recently too. It's not... And it's not coming from a place of, like, oh, my gosh, boo me. Like, I have this whole YouTube channel. No, and that's the hard part. And that's not, like, when people are talking about this, like, if anyone cares enough to talk about this, like, they genuinely care about, like, people, their lives, whatever. Like, it's not not from a place of poor me. It's from a place of, like, it, it is just a different kind of work when you can just go in and, like, clock in and clock out. And if you're not doing good mentally, you can still go do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'll probably affect you, like, a little bit. But whenever it's all on you and then you go and, like, your work is, like, putting yourself online when you're not in a good place. Yeah. It just leads to, like, it being getting worse and worse and worse if you're not dealing with it. And, and then, it shows. And it shows. So that's it the affects weird, your work. That's the weird thing I feel like that is different about being an influencer is... When it comes to, I mean, granted, everyone has bad days, you know, when a singer is on a tour and, yeah. you know, people can be like, Well, oh, that, I would kind of argue, is, like, similar. Yeah, yeah, but it is similar in the sense of you can't really fight it or hide it, and that's the whole thing with the entertainment industry, with being a creative person or an artist in general, mm-hmm. even a painter, you know, if yeah. they're not in the right mindset, it's going to show in their art. So it's, oh, I don't know, it's just interesting talking to other people who do it, because yes. from the outside looking in, when you look at an artist on tour, 
people see how that's hard. Mm -hmm. When you look at an influencer looking like they're on vacation all the time, it doesn't look like it's hard. So I think that's the difference in, of course, both are very hard in different ways. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're just, it's a different kind of hard. And it's also a really, it's not a job necessarily that you're taught. Mm-hmm. And most of us kind of just stumbled into this as well. That's and that's why I feel like thing. a lot of us are so passionate because we didn't, I like, I mean, I didn't even know you could make money. Yeah. It was such a hobby. And when I noticed I was feeling burnout, that broke my heart more than anything. Mm-hmm. The fact that I fell out of love with it literally destroyed me. Yeah. And it's because I've loved it for so long. And I think, it, but we're like, if I came into it, knowing, like, oh, I'm purposely going to try to build this so I can make money, like, I wouldn't have been as heartbroken over it. But it was because Mm -hmm. it was my, like, love. And it was the only thing I was obsessed with. It was, honestly, it's my relationship. Like, I really, like, it it was just, yeah. And you kind of, you also grow up on it, too. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, one of my first videos of my 16th birthday vlog. I totally remember seeing it. Yeah, and I start... I start, no, I turned 21 on Tuesday, Yeah. so it's weird, because I'm like, I can look back at every single birthday and everything, but basically, just wrapping that up, it's just like, if you're having a bad day, you your job is to record yourself, or But then what happens if you're having a bad three months? Yeah. And that's where it gets hard, because it's... Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then there's not time, because then, if you're having, like, if you're struggling big time with your mental health... And I know the obvious answer is to put your mental health first, but when it comes to, like, when this does become, like, your career or something that you're really passionate about or also something that you kind of use as a distraction, it's really difficult to set that down Mm -hmm. because there's so many reasons why it sucks to set it down. But it's, like, if you're depressed or whatever for, like, three months, and that that shows in all of your work because it is all, you know, like, it's, like, you are Alicia, I am Kenzie, you know? So, like, that sucks. Do you think it was affecting your personal life? Mm. A thousand percent. It was affecting... I think... Well, I think one of the biggest problems was I almost didn't know what my personal life was like without YouTube. Yeah. So when it stopped, I was... I genuinely had to take a step back. Like, who am I without being Alicia Marie? Yeah. I don't even go by Alicia Marie, like, in person. You know what I mean? So just here... Just kind of thinking from that side. And I also had to really come to terms with a lot I've just lately I've really been like wow so many people say I did this for 10 years and then I did this and they're polar opposite and they do different things and in my head I thought what you know maybe this was just going to be something for like 10 years but kind of accepting that and realizing that it's my choice to come back and not that I have to made me re-fall in love with it again mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know it was it yeah what do you want to do differently I told myself, I promised myself that every video I put up, I'm going to be proud of. And that's, it's so easy. And I even, I filmed a video, um, that I didn't think was good enough for my main channel. Cause I was just trying, I was so excited to get ahead and like stuff. And then I, I just pulled it and I was like, nope, we're not doing that. Like, I don't like it. Um, and I'm also a thousand percent not having a set day coming back. It's just going to be, it's going to be weekly, but it may not be, it may be seven days, maybe three days as, as long as it's still, you know, and to give me that freedom, for instance, the next working video I'm working on, I'm really excited for, but it may not come out till next Friday, for mm-hmm. instance, where it's like, it's still going to be regular uploads, but I just want to be so proud of it and know that like, wow, I did my best and to do other projects too. And that was something I really struggled with was wanting to do bigger and better projects, um, not better, but bigger projects, but I physically wasn't even able to because I was so 
wrapped up in not even being able to put up a mediocre YouTube video I wasn't proud of once a week. So that was kind of a struggle for me. And um, I think also just being able to take a step back and I love her. Um, Coco's just being crazy. It's fine. I love her. She she hasn't met Chloe. No, they did. No, they didn't. No, they still have it. That's so weird. Oh my gosh, bring her over. Yeah, no, they'll have to have a puppy play day. Um, She's met Daisy. Chloe Chloe just met Daisy. Oh, wow. They like to Um... (laughs) Yeah, not having yeah. a set day, and really realizing, I don't know, just not chasing freaking views. Like, as yeah. hard as that's going to be, but luckily I feel like now I'm in, it's, that break really, really helped me take a step back and not even look at other people as being competitive, or, like, not even, like, seeing anything as competition, not even, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just focusing on myself and, yeah. Yeah, just doing something I'm proud of. I think the cool thing right now on YouTube, I was talking to friends about this the other day, but it's actually trendy it's, to be real right now. <laughs> and I think transitioning into that, there was definitely a... I don't, okay, so there was our, like, beauty gr- guru, perfect life, yeah. s- s- like, time. <clears throat> Saturation. And then, and super oversaturated. And then there was this in-between of, like, crazy, intense, extreme vlogging. And through that transition... This next part is honestly just being real, mm-hmm. which I'm so grateful for that. Like, while it's that was transitioning, it was very hard, and it was honestly, even for me, I was just like, wow, this is the perfect time to take a break, because I would hear friends complain about certain, not complain, I would hear friends vent about certain things about YouTube right now, and being able to be from the outside, it was so obvious to me of how it's not that title, it's not that thumbnail, people can tell that you're not like people can Mm -hmm. just it's not fun to watch because people can tell that you're just doing it for views Mm -hmm. and it was so weird just being like wow I was so caught up in that where now being real and being vulnerable is literally like the key I would say and just like I don't just it's crazy well YouTube is also a really personal platform or it can be a personal oh my gosh platform what am I saying so it's I feel like for the most part, this isn't, like, a blanket statement. I feel like for the most part, because it is such a personal platform, it's nice when you are when you are someone who's vulnerable and you open up and you have, like, that actual connection with your viewers. Like, those are the people who are going to come back anyways. Yeah. So taking uh. that, like, in, like, as in, like, this is what I want to do, this is what I love, that's amazing. But also even in, like, a business aspect, that helps you because mm-hmm. these people actually, like, care. So... When people were doing all of these things just for views, like the extremes, mm-hmm. just for views, and they clearly didn't like it, and now you look at their channels and it's like, they had like, let's say like 7 million subscribers and get like 20,000 views a video or something, mm-hmm. it's like, that was so obvious and people aren't, like, they're just clicking on the video, they're not connected with them because they don't feel connected, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it actually, in turn hurt people also it's really weird that we went from the crazy extreme vlogs to like just being real yeah I think I think what happens I mean and everything changes there's going to be something next after this you know vulnerable side whatever um but people just get used to things and it's like when you're you know having this perfect life and then or making it look like you have a perfect life you know people get tired of that and then Mm -hmm. seeing these extreme sports it comes to the point of like okay what can just be more extreme than what we're already seeing you know what I mean to a point it's just like nothing can even shock you anymore and I think that's why I'm so grateful that right now just like being real like 
on like uh, I don't like and I, I can't even explain it and I, I don't I hope other people can see it if you're not on just the influencer side but for instance I've gotten so many comments of people just being like wow I honestly never really cared about you but now you're my favorite influencer because I respect you so much for putting this up and yeah. I'm like wow like that means more to me than any millions of views like or than just like people saying like wow you know you're you're actually using your platform to speak up about something and I'm, it's just I always wanted that but I never knew what it would be and yeah. I feel like now I'm seeing how like I don't know it's just it's crazy but I uh just like inspiring people and I don't even know I'm going around like sorry <laughs> it's the point it's the point I think too with and I am such I'm so obsessed with this but with the whole like girl boss yes, movement yes. I knew yeah. I knew I was like Kenzie's gonna love this part oh my god yeah like with the whole girl boss movement it's so amazing and I'm super behind it and I, I obviously feminism but that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like working hard and like being yeah, girl boss no, and stuff it's just, yeah it's really been a such a great thing but I think like, I look at my channel, and I made a video a few weeks, like, a few months ago, I don't even know, which talking about, like, anxiety and not feeling motivated and stuff, and people were shocked, which I thought was kind of weird, because I know that I, I felt like I had talked about it before, but maybe I hadn't. It's funny, it's funny what people pick up on and what they don't, yeah. and it, it is a thing, I've talked to friends about this, too, of how, when, when we put the camera on, and we show our morning routine, and we show that we're structured and scheduled. Like, it just looks like our life are, are, is so put together. Yeah. When in reality, like, it's everyone, like, everyone struggles with things. And yes. I loved that video. Like, honestly, yeah. I, like, and I love your channel as a whole, too, just because I feel like you're super true to who you are. And, right. like, you don't chase views. And that's right. something I, even last year, like, I envied from you because yeah. I totally chased views. And I, I just think, I think it's cool to be able to share those moments. And still seeing on all scales that people are like, wow. I didn't know this about you, and you mm -hmm. shared that with me, but it makes a connection. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about YouTube is you can feel so connected to people that you've never met more than I would even say – I was about to say Instagram, just when, but when I think of, like, the whole, like, perfect blogger type of, yeah. you know. But there, there is people being open on Instagram and stuff, but – I don't know. It's just, it's a cool, like, video diary of your life. Yeah. And will, being willing to share that is so hard. Very. Like, my friend actually texted me yesterday a huge thing. Um, I haven't talked to her in forever, but she said, basically, she was super proud of me and stuff, and um, she said, it's so hard to share your life with, open up to one person about your life, let alone, like, millions of people. And yeah. that's something that really stuck with me, because I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize that. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you become numb to the fact that people are, like, watching. You don't yeah. really think about it. If, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think when I posted that video, though, and it wasn't even, like, I was in a not a good place at all. And I wasn't at, like... But that's real. The, like, yeah, but it was also, like, I the comments of people being, like, I'm so shocked. Like, I thought you really were just like this all the time, blah, 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 blah. And then I was, like okay, that scares me because I don't want it. Your yeah, 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 because yeah, then, yeah. like, these girls are, like, look, girls and guys are, like, looking up to this. And it's, it's, what's yeah. funny is it's, it's not, like, you, you, without even trying, you were probably putting off this, um. Like, false idea. This false idea that, like, like, when you think of perfect life, I think of everyone kind of instantly thinks of, like, blogger, like, perfect life, mm -hmm. um, traveling in Greece and, you know, skirt flowing and my hair yeah. naturally blows like this, but really someone's there with a fan. You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. But <laughs> people were still seeing your real life, but they were, they were thinking you were perfect in the sense of you're always organized, you're always, like, strict, and you wake up at eight and you have a perfect day. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's, it's weird seeing what 
people's different versions of perfect can be. Yeah. Even with Danielle, because we have, like, pretty much the exact same audience, and we also have had very similar, like, struggles this summer, and so, mm-hmm. and we were together so much this summer because we did a tour together, so we would, and we talk every day, so she would call me, and we were both dealing with the exact same thing, but it's, like, I look on our profiles, and, like, no, first off, no wonder we feel this way mm-hmm. by how much we're doing and not taking care of ourselves, and then second, this is more so for me than her, but second, it's, like, I would look back at all these, like, productive videos and all of these, like, how to do this and how to do that. And I was like, okay, these are all awesome, and I still stand by that, and I think it's really important. But I don't – clearly, whatever I was doing wasn't working for me anymore, you mm-hmm. know? So that's why I, I've taken a step back kind of in those that's so areas. Fun, yeah, because I was like, I don't want to – I don't want to tell you to do something that, like, I – that's ruining my life, um, you know? Yeah, and I think – Something I told my friend, because she also kind of went through something similar, was for whatever reason, it just comes across as easy mm-hmm. without even trying. Because what happens is we press record, film something, don't record for the next, like, let's say, like, day. So they don't, like, it's, you even though we're vlogging and showing the, the process, there's still parts that are cut out. Yeah, To where lot. it seems like... So when someone sees a seven-minute video and they see someone go f- extremely from point A to point B of having all of their dreams and successes happen, mm-hmm. people expect that to happen to them in seven minutes, when in reality, that could have been a whole year's worth of footage. Yeah. You know? So it, I think no matter what you do, it's just this whole instant gratification of, like, seeing something happen so quick is just can sure. be hard for people. And I think, too... Especially filming week in my life videos. Yeah, those prime, are the, prime, those prime are the easiest ones to fake in it, and it's not. I don't want to say fake. No, 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 it. it's not faking, and I think it's, that's something I've been trying to change yeah. my vocabulary with because it's not that we're faking it; it's that you just show the highlights. Yeah, because that's the most interesting. Yeah, because that's I don't what you be like share. crying on camera every week. You yeah, know? and it's like obviously there's times where I'm like, well, and think about yeah. it this way: when you talk to a friend, and if I was to if I was to say, "Hey, how was your week?" You would tell me the three highlights. Yeah. So it's and we all do that. So it's whether you film it or not. Like we all remember the good times and we're more it's harder for us to share the bad times you're not gonna be like oh my god I had this huge emotional breakdown unless we're close and we've built that Mm -hmm. relationship so it's not that you're lying or anything like that it's just of course you're gonna show the highlights you went to Disneyland you had so much fun why wouldn't you show that but it makes it look like oh my life is just amazing all the time yeah especially when because when I started watching YouTube videos it was 150% an escape oh yeah so like that's why I started so then I think about it when I'm putting a video online and it's like okay well I want this video to like be that for someone or whatever Mm -hmm. that may be but then it's also like I really I really want well one I want to connect with people and then two I also don't want girls to look at my life and look up to that and want that because then when you get to where I'm at it's not what you think it is mm-hmm. and then people it, it just it's like a false idea and that doesn't there's also like okay this is this is a good topic it's hard because it's like there are some things that I want to like talk about online or that I want to like deal with or like go through online like I one making videos is kind of therapeutic to me so that helps that's fully, fully well, therapeutic both of us <laughs> loving like both of us loving work and that being yes. therapeutic to be productive for sure and it's hand. kind of like an art form it's like you might as well make something cool art, out of it yeah. and then it's like it goes to like your story can like unlock someone else's freedom from it you mm-hmm. know so it's like imagine the amount of people who like watched your video and were like oh my gosh like, i connected with this and I, my life, uh, the amount know? of comments and i even screenshotted some just because i wanted to keep them for me there was even one person who said um 
they said that this motivated them so much just to be good at everything that they do in their own life and they're not even an influencer. Yeah. And it was, it, and I didn't even realize I was doing that until, re- like, I, it just felt like I was just putting out how I feel now. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like, a lot of people were, I don't know, like, it made me see it in a different way too and being like, yeah. wow, like, this is all I want to do. I do want to just inspire people and seeing how we have the opportunity to do that every time we tweet, every time we do, like, Instagram. And it's not that everything has to be deep and, like, we're crying and, like, yeah. whatever. But I think that there is something so special to being able to, like, have the artist storytelling and yes. being proud of that. Also, it's crazy. You can feel like you're going crazy and that you're so alone and you no one else feels this way and whatever until you talk to someone else and they feel the exact same way. Oh A God, friend yeah. recently came to me and they were like, I feel this way, this way, really not in a good place. Mm-hmm. And then like the bottom line was kind of lonely and I was like well yeah obviously you're gonna feel lonely when you aren't talking to anyone about this like Mm -hmm. the amount of people who can actually like relate and connect with this that are in your inner circle already normally can connect with that like you're gonna you know what I'm saying so it's no yeah there's up and realizing you're not like you really aren't like alone in that no and I've, I've realized a lot with relationships and friendships in general you know, if there was if there was ever someone that I felt like I couldn't connect with and I didn't know why, and it's not that they're a bad person or that they're yeah. fake, it's just we haven't connected over something yet. But then there's been instances where we do connect over something and I realized, wow, like, when you open up and show that you're vulnerable to someone, like, that's the only way friendships can really happen. Yeah. Because if not, it's just very surfacey and there's a difference between a surfacey friendship where she's like, hi, how are you doing? Oh my god, what's new? And it's very, like, whatever, versus where you can just hang out with someone and that bridge, honestly, is being able to be vulnerable with them and Mm -hmm. sharing, you know, your strengths, weaknesses, whatever. Yeah. My way of telling this between, I always say this, between, let's say, an acquaintance and a friend or a really Mm -hmm. close friend is if you can drive in a car together and not talk. And not talk. Oh, my God. That's how you can tell. I can get in my head so much. And when I'm constantly just thinking, oh, my God, what what do we talk about? What do we think? Like, that drives me insane. It honestly, and it really bothers me that I can do that. Um but a prime, but when I can just be with someone and not worry about it, like, not even think, question, like, m- like anything, mm-hmm. that it's just, I can really tell so much. It's so much, it's just better. It's also those, I mean, not always, but actually, no, these don't really go hand in hand, but it's the idea of people who energize you and the people who take away. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean going into every friendship, you should be like, what can I get from this? But if you, there are certain people in your life that, when you leave, you feel, like, refreshed after talking to yeah, them. Yeah, Even yeah. if it was about, you were crying and it was about something horrible versus yeah. someone else you talked to and you're like, oh, my gosh, I need a nap. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's just a huge difference, but I there feel like is. that is, like, that goes into that. But, okay. And I think it's right. It's important to have a, different friends and, oh, for sure. you know, and to, yeah. like, character know. building. And it's not that you have character <laughs> building. Because... Yes. It's also, okay, so when it comes to... When I was talking about like, dealing with things online versus dealing with them offline mm-hmm. and stuff, that's where it gets tricky for me because then I'm like, okay, but some things I do want to keep more private and some things like, for, okay, this is actually a really good example. Okay. So uh, one of my like best friends, Andrew and I, who was all over my channel probably the past like two years, like if you watch my videos then yeah. you know who Andrew is, but that was like, that was my best friend and then he'd always had feelings for me and then I finally came around and then it just ended up being bad. I, we posted a three-part series on this, like, this weekend. It's going oh, I wanted to be like, link in the description. Okay, <laughs> I know, I keep saying that stuff. No, but gotcha. that, that was something that was like, 
because I was I was just thinking about that because I'm like this really is pretty vulnerable for me to put out there because I also even in the series I don't think people realize how much that really affected me like knowing what you can like yes with Drew it's been six months but it still is like filming those videos and stuff I mean like he like we got like emotional filming them and I was like we're really gonna put these online but we did and they're really good and I really like the videos but I love like yeah that's so hard to do and I think the hard part with for some reason there's this stigma which I still don't really I feel like I'm thinking out loud right now as I talk about it but there's this idea that in order to be successful on YouTube you have to open up your entire heart and soul and show everything about you and share everything about you so which is funny because that doesn't have to be the case like when you look at someone like Casey Neistat I think he does a great job at you know he keeps his whole relationship with his daughter pretty private even his relationship with Candace isn't like fully out there I I love love couples therapy by the way this is the best podcast I knew you I know already (laughs) but I think he's a prime example of someone who's super successful but it's okay to hide that but and I'm sure, like, he's the first person that came to mind, but there's a lot of people where I'm like, no, it, it can be done, mm-hmm. but why is there this? But when you even think of, like, a musician, the best yeah. songs are their, like, heartbreak. Yeah. It's even a joke when people go through a break, when two artists yeah. go through a breakup, they're like, oh my god, yeah, we're gonna get music out of it, you know? <laughs> but, and I think that's, on a real note, like, that's why, you know, like, the suicide rate for, like, people in Hollywood and entertainment and yeah. is so high because... To revisit those emotions constantly is draining. I took an acting class last year, and I remember the coach saying, when you were doing a breakup scene, because there was this two people that they were doing a breakup scene um, for their main thing, um, he said that she had to, her body physically felt that breakup every single time. And when you've been through that, you have to access those emotions. And at the same time, it's like, you're basically reliving it, and your body doesn't know that you're acting like your mind does, but your body doesn't. It's going to sound really weird, but like, I swear it was so good. And it made sense of like, you really have to be so delicate with yourself and Mm -hmm. really like just in general with any art again, you know, and in, in life in general. And you have to be like really careful with yourself and like be easy on you just because even when you talk, even when you vent to your best friend about a breakup that you had, you're revisiting those emotions. You know what I mean? So when you refilm it and put it on like public, you're putting so much of yourself out there, yeah. but it's hard because to a lot of people, it kind of just looks like entertainment. Yeah, it definitely, and with this series especially, it's my series, so I had to edit it, which Oh, was, see, I'm sure that was really oh, hard. Oh, it was so horrible, and there's this one part, and I definitely and, sorry, make, so sorry, so what, quick, yeah. and the business side of you, yeah. while you're editing it, is like, oh, I need to get me crying. Yeah. Like, I need to, like, <laughs> I need to, like, like, oh, this is such, like, the director side, this is what's hard about doing it all yeah. together. When you're the actress... You can take a step back, let the director and editor do whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But when we literally are in front of the camera, then you're directing it, and then you're editing it, and you almost feel like you have to be, like, take a step back from who you are. Yeah. So you can get the best story put together in a video. But then you're the one editing it, so it brings up all the emotions. Like, even me editing my, um, my I needed to take a break video, like, it took so long to edit it because I could see my face and my emotions just, like, seeing me cry about it made me cry again so I'm I'm like how was that for you it was really weird because I this was just like and it sounds like it may have been such a little thing but we literally spent our in pretty much our entire lives together like that entire year like we did everything together he was always over we're always together I was so like emotionally invested and at that time in your life what were you doing 
Uh, Have okay. you just moved? Were I you... was living on my own. I had actually moved out of the apartment thing. that I lived with him See, in. Be- not if... because we weren't together. We were friends at this point. Yeah, but... but when you think about it that way, too, like, that was just a pivotal moment in your life. Yeah. So you're even more invested into this. And I was, I was living on my own. I was working from home, and I was doing school from home. So my entire life was in this apartment that was less than a mile from him. And then... I go back and I edit it. I make myself seem a lot worse in the video, I think. I'm like, I should have been more, like, considerate. Like, obviously, I knew you had feelings. He never told me he had feelings for me. Obviously, like, everyone was like, Andrew's in love with you. Like, it was a known thing, but also, like, he never told me that. So then I look back on it, and it's like, I beat myself up because, yeah, like, I know people disagree with this. Like, he never told you, whatever. But I'm like, at the same time, like... He was my best friend, and I should have been more... I should have been more considerate of his feelings. But there's this one part in the video... That, Alicia, it's literally so sad. It makes Andrew look so much better than he actually should look in this situation, too. <laughs> but there was a part where I asked him, I was like, so... I don't remember exactly what I asked him, but essentially he says something like... I, I knew you had a boyfriend, and, like, he had... This was, like, a year and a half, too, before anything... I had even considered anything. I was always like, ew. Like, he was the most friend-zoned person I've ever met my yeah. entire life. And there's a part in the video where he goes... No, like, I knew how someone, like, pauses, and he's like, so I was just like, I'll wait, and then I was like, that part, yeah, but it's the way he says it, and then, like, you can, like, see the emotion, especially because he does not show emotion, and so I had to edit that clip, like, a billion times, uh, and I was like, I want to die right you now. You replace it five times. Yeah, it's, like, it's uh. horrible, but it's, when you're doing everything from home, especially when I was doing school from home. He was your escape. Yeah, because he was, we were together all the time, and I was very isolated, and I will say, when I was on my own, I made way more of an effort to go see my friends, because I didn't mm-hmm. live with them. I live with, like, two of my best friends and yeah. my cousin now, so it's, yeah. like, but I'm around helps. people. You were living alone before. I was living alone before, so that was hard, and then, like, it was always just, like, me and Drew, and then he was not... It was, it was kind of before he was working, but it was always, like, before it was codependent, he was dependent on me. Mm. So it kind of, like, changed things. But um, another thing that I was going to say is the one, the reason, okay, during the school year, I had structure, mm-hmm. like, the semester, I transferred to, like, a physical school. So I had structure, and then I was also under, like, really good leadership and mentors mm-hmm. who really important. are still, ext- I mean, I'm going back, they're still there all the time, I intern for them, but, like, I'm extremely involved in their, like, they're extremely involved in my life. Mm-hmm. So they can call me out on things. Actually, this is, you're gonna, I'm just gonna, t- I've shared this in another episode that's coming up soon, but I'm just gonna talk about this now. So I was getting coffee with someone from Zoe, who's mm-hmm. on staff, Erica Botchko, best person ever. Um, <laughs> Shout out to her. And I was, this is in the phase of summer where I was kind of going crazy and I felt so burnt out and I felt so overwhelmed. Right, and, I was going to ask you something later. Yeah. And I was feeling so overwhelmed and it was also, I think I was trying to downplay myself. Actually, I know I was trying to downplay myself because it's like, I'm also in college mm-hmm. and I want to kind of live this like normal, like college life, not in the sense of like, oh my God, life's so crazy, but it is well, a different life. And also not wanting to come across as... Yes, conceited or whatever it is. And people can really, it's, yeah. And I wasn't used to being around people all the time who didn't necessarily get it. Mm -hmm. So people didn't assume that I was like that. But then when you're with people, I I got really like self-conscious of it. It was weird. No, I get that way. And then I started, all of a sudden I was like explaining all these things. I'm like, well, I don't want to do this because and so-and-so will say this. And she was like, stop me. And she was like, 
you are not going to feel this sense of peace or whatever you are looking for if you keep trying to fit a mold you're not meant to fit. She's like, you are not meant to be a normal college kid. You are a normal college kid. Mm. She's like, not in the sense, and it's not in the sense that I'm better than a normal college kid. It's not that. It's just that I do something that normally like a college kid wouldn't do. So it, it isn't like a normal lifestyle, not in the sense of like, oh, it's better than them, you know? But even right now, I'm down. Do you see what I'm doing? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like... But I, I think it's that, again coming across as not grateful because we are very aware how blessed we are to be our own boss, have a steady income, to do what we love, to travel the world, to not, you know, not just be at a nine to five desk that we're not happy with. And it can, it's a very, you have to tiptoe to who you're talking to because you never want to offend them. You don't want to like, and again, it's just one of those things where unless you do something similar you just don't really don't understand it. it. Also, on that topic, I say that or all the time. Or not maybe under, not understand it. They just can't sympathize. Yeah. They don't... Yeah. The, on that topic, too, this is something that Eric and I are also talking about. It's like, while they're... The thing is, okay, it's like, we did work for this, though. That's the thing. It's like, people don't see how many hours you put in. But with that being said, there's so many other people who have worked probably the exact same amount as us and it just hasn't worked out for them you know so it's like regardless we are I'm extremely grateful but it's just it also it it makes it harder when people look at it from a oh you got lucky way and it's like yes we but again but you're not gonna get lucky unless you work really hard going back to how YouTube has been in the past where hopefully there's a change now yeah the whole point was to look like it was easy the whole point was to not like no one showed how hard they work and that was something that I really want to emphasize to the world moving forward is yeah. like no we do work really really hard yeah. um you're gonna look my next video it's like my first main one back is like what no one knows about being an influencer oh that's gonna be and really i'm just interviewing a whole bunch of people that's so i'm really so it, i'm really excited but that point of just like it should be a conversation of oh I, I just want people to see that and be like oh wow i didn't realize that yeah these... and it's and it you know they can judge or whatever but it's it's not meant to be showing that like we hate our jobs because we don't we love it yeah. but just to be like oh wow i had no idea Yes. That a video takes three days to edit. So, so going back to school, what you were saying. Okay, so I had this schedule where I was at school. So I would have days where I would do YouTube and I'd have days where I would do school. So it was structured and it was more of a healthy balance. I also had these leaders and mentors around me all the time where they kind of kept me in check and they've like taken me under their wings and really helped me because I was... Um, it's so also you weren't meant for a college, like you just weren't meant to be a regular college kid. Yeah, and also just kind of keeping me in track with like healthy work habits and not putting so much pressure on myself. And once oh, it's so like just relationships in general to have people in your life to be like, hey, are you doing okay? Yes. Like you seem out of it. And I, the biggest reason, honestly, going to this school—it's a like a leadership college. The biggest reason I went to this school wasn't even to get out of my house, which I didn't realize how much that would help me. It was really just mm-hmm. to be under that leadership because I was like, okay, I want this. Yeah, I was like, I want this to be way bigger than it is. But I, like right now I need to build that foundation and I don't feel like I can build that foundation if I am the only one in the room, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I needed to like learn from other people and like I intentionally put myself in that position. But on top of that, I would have all my, I already always have my stuff pre-filmed like two weeks in advance. That, so helps, that helps <laughs> so much. But it's also, it was nice because I would start, that's when I started taking social media breaks all the time. And people don't know, I talk about it a lot now, especially mm-hmm. with the podcast. People don't really realize that a lot of the time, 
it's always me posting, but it's not from my phone. Like, I will delete my apps, and then I'll still take the photos and do everything that I need to do. And if, like, there's ever a DM that gets responded to or a comment, it's always me. Mm-hmm. But I would just – I'm logged in on Joe's phone, so I would just post the photo from his phone. Mm-hmm. And it was something about just feeling really unplugged and having that healthy break because with – being an influencer, it is, like, a 24-7 lifestyle thing, and while being on Instagram is not, like, oh my gosh, it's hard work, it's just, it it's still feels kind of like it's a work thing, so being, so it doesn't feel necessarily that you're completely off, even when you're off, mm-hmm. so just finally no, taking you're still that thinking time. about it yourself. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I totally, it was only one day, and I didn't even fully do it for the full day, but I tweeted out that I needed, I wanted to take a social media break, so I deleted all my apps. Mm-hmm. And it felt so freeing. And it's, it's so, so weird freeing. how just deleting them yes. did that. But it, I fully can agree with that. And it's, and I think some people, you know, not everyone needs to delete it, but some people like us needed to. And that's what we needed to do. Um, yes. I had a question for you. Okay. Um, you kind of t- touched on it, but on the subject of burnout, like mm-hmm. when was the first time you felt burnout? And like what was happening around there? Or have you felt burnout? Yeah, I feel, I feel like... I've felt burnout so many times, and I think I definitely have felt it before this summer, but something about this summer, which is the combination of so many things, was, I think it's because this summer was much worse because I knew what it felt like to have a healthier, balanced life, I think. Oh, yeah. So this summer was so bad, and I was, like, breaking down to Erica at Blue Bottle. I was like, <laughs> I'm going crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what to do. And she was like, you need to take a step back, and I was about to go home to Texas, and that is, like, my happy place, and it's yeah. so, like, relaxing to me so now. I, I love it there. And she was like, you need to take a few days off. So I took, like, four days off. And then, and especially because I'm back home and I'm, like, more grounded and I'm with the friends that I've had for, like, 15 years, you know, it was helpful. So, I think this summer, but I felt it way before then, it's just that this summer is, like, there was something different about it. And I don't necessarily, I know, I wasn't, I think also I was very intentional this semester about what I was putting my time into and things that energized me versus didn't and taking care of myself. And this summer, as soon as I was on summer break, I was like, I'm going to work so hard. I have this summer to do this. I'm starting the podcast, doing everything that I possibly can. And I'm going to get everything done that I can this summer and like grow and do as much as I possibly can, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But I stop doing the little small things that end up being the big things like leaving in the morning and getting coffee going and working out I'm normally so good about working out I've barely worked why out why haven't we worked summer. out together <laughs> I honestly I'm about to join Equinox so oh my God, I, really will, I really will I really will I'm obsessed yeah. okay so lately or lately what I've been doing is I get up at seven okay which is crazy I know um <laughs> I'm at the gym by eight working okay. out to like nine nine thirty or to like nine nine fifteen come home and start working at ten like, come home, shower, start working at 10. That's amazing. That's and I'm not kidding. Like, the most, like, healthiest I feel like I've ever been mentally. Because it helped. That. It's... That's it, how I feel. Even when let's I'm just go. going to class, come, I'm serious. Use, um, get it, or use one of my, like, friend passes for a day. Yeah, and just, We should do, do it. And then we can carpool. Like, literally. Yeah, we're literally neighbors, guys. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I'm so serious. I'm so it serious. It helps so much. That would be amazing. And there's one more from my school, too. Or the last thing I want to talk about is, like, what would your tips be or what would you say to someone who, like, wants to, like, kind of, like, reconstruct their lives or kind of, like, their work life or whatever, like, the journey that you've gone on? Like, what is your biggest tip? Um, one of the biggest things, and like I said earlier, there was that one comment where someone said, I'm not even an influencer and yet this inspired me to do the best that I do in everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that really summarizes 
to do things for you and that you're proud of. What And even, even down to relationships, if, if you need to get people out of your life. If you want to go for a job and you... Like, we should just genuinely do like be so the best and mm-hmm. we literally us just as humans we thrive off of being productive in general we thrive off of being um feeling proud of ourselves you know what I mean and having people in your life I think is a huge thing of people who support you and I could not be anywhere without my family literally the amount of times I've heard if you want to take a step if you want if you're done with like if you want to be done with YouTube like don't feel the pressure you know what I mean mm-hmm. and just like and that's huge a lot of parents would be like oh no you're making great money like keep doing yeah. it you know what I mean like that's something I feel very fortunate for and whether it's your family friends whoever like get people in your life who support you and I think knowing my biggest fear which held me back from doing this for so long was I'm gonna be irrelevant it's gonna be like the end it, like I thought of the worst instead of seeing how like wait this could actually help me yeah not like this matters at all at all at all, at all. um but weirdly enough, on an analytic side, my subscri- my subscribers actually went up when I didn't yeah. post for two months. And that's something where other months that had been down when I was posting. So I think what's interesting is it's like my mindset was so like, no, I have to do this because if not, I'm going to be irrelevant. And it was just so focused on like focusing on other people. I was focusing on the subscribers. Like, what do they want to see? What are, What's going to get views? Where now looking forward, I'm really just looking at myself and I'm like, what am I passionate about? about uploading this week what do I want to do in the future like and just really kind of put it like it sounds like some people can interpret it as being selfish but really taking a step back and think about like what do I want to do with my life and again you don't have to be an influencer like and and what you do like you know do I do I want to stay at this job or do I want to you know am I supposed to do this move or just little things like that and really realizing that like you're kind of in control more mm-hmm. than you think. It may feel like, oh, I have no choice, but I have to be a slave to these viral clickbait videos. When in reality, like, no, I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think kind of what you're talking about is to not make fear-based decisions. Literally. You know? Literally. they're obviously doing something like that can be scary, but it's also, it's okay to take a step back. You know what? This is the thing that Erica said to me that actually yeah, stuck out the most. Or stood out the most. Well, I don't know. But she was like, yeah, you're doing great at 20. She said, this is awesome. But what happens when this is times four, when you're 23? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and then you're going to burn out and not be able to do anything. And then you are just going to be over it. She's Having like, so that what? solid foundation. Yeah. The fear. Literally, that summarizes it perfectly. And that's something I'm still going to struggle with in my future because that's something I yeah. struggle with. But not let, letting fear make decisions for me. In the sense of like, you know what? If all this was gone, and I've prayed about this a lot, but like if, if all this was gone tomorrow... I'll be okay. Yeah. And if that's meant to happen, that's meant to happen. So in that sense of feeling like, you know what? I'm not in control. Like, there is a plan for my life, and maybe this is only one chapter of it, but I'm still the same girl boss that I'm, I've am i been. Nothing about that changes. My Nothing about me really changes. It's just, you know what I, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's, it's what you find your worth in. What you find yeah. your worth in. And I think that's something that, you know, I'm still learning and struggling with that, but... I don't know. If I could tell anyone, it would just be don't make the fear decisions and to realize that you're in, there is, you do have control yeah. more than you think. And you're building a foundation. Like, it's going to be very rocky if you mm-hmm. keep going off of it. And just life thing. in general. Oh my God. Again, we can talk forever. But just life in general. Like, I have to tell myself, like, I am living the life that I have always wanted. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it at times. But to other people, it looks like it. I'm sure people are like, yeah. oh my God, what does she do during the week? And here yeah. I am saying that about other people, you know? And it's yeah. just like, no, it's like, 
you know, part of this all is so cliche, but it's all just the journey. And yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you me. for coming and putting my lip gloss on. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is awesome. I okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and a rating. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you soon.